0: Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for The Magicians Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode.
1: Hello and welcome to the Successful Mentalist podcast. My name's Ashley Green and I'm joined by... Hey, no, Sullivan. Hey, no Sullivan, woo! And, uh, and today we're going to be talking about some really interesting stuff which is going to massively help you out and be a game changer. But before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you to all of you, really. We've had some of the best performing months on the podcast with, like, our, our listenership, I think, go up about, like, another 50% on top of what we were already having which is insane Um, so if you haven't already uh, you'll know that one of the big things of this podcast is getting our information out there we just want to get it out to as many magicians around the world as possible because ultimately our big mission is to improve the quality of life for all magicians around the world so we can't do that alone. We need your help to share this advice, share this knowledge and share the podcast. So generally, if you haven't already, do take a screenshot, a photo of yourself listening. Let us know what you're listening to and share it on social media. Tag us at the successful mentalist. It genuinely does help just get the knowledge, the information out. And it really helps us as a small kind of podcast company thingy, Bob sharing advice for magicians. But anyway, Aiden, what are we going to be talking about today?
0: Well, you know, we're going to be talking about productivity and not just some generic time management stuff like spoilers. We will be talking time management, but we're not giving you the generic stuff. We actually want to teach you some of the the, or the three main dimensions that you can start to manage in order to create a surge of productivity in your entertainment business. This is stuff that if you start doing this, it will be an absolute game changer, we started doing this and we're basically feeding back our results because we know that one of the hardest things to do in our business, in our uh, uh, industry, It's actually fitting in all of the stuff that we've got to do and actually getting it all done. It can often be complicated and convoluted and um, and we're just not that great at it. Let's be fair. So we've spent the last couple of years learning from some of the most incredible people around the world. Heck, I even went and studied with the Flow Research Collective, a peak performance, uh, the world's leading peak performance training facility for a couple of months, uh, just to basically dissect and understand what all of the elites of the world are doing to manage uh, their uh, become like uh, almost like productivity gurus that's the word I'm going to go with I don't want to use gurus because we're not gurus but we've looked at what the gurus do we've applied it implemented it and now we're going to share it with you get it that was, that was like a guru to you Ah, oh, that's that's not good that's not getting cut
1: keep, keep your bad jokes for your shows mate that's that's, that's where they do I, I was gonna say that's where they do well they don't do they they don't they really don't do no, well no, it's no, just they're, they're not funny it's just a load of the awesome shows, attention. Do
0: well. shows do <laughs> well shows, oh, that's funny. shows do well uh jokes yeah not so much but anyway yeah. so here's the thing what we're gonna do from the get-go is we're gonna give you the three dimensions that you could start to manage and then we're gonna break down each of the three um in an order to we improvise
1: i've got a question for you aiden Uh, it's just come off the top of my head as as we go through this like for someone that's listening now who's going "Ah, productivity i get that um i get why it's important i get why it's important to fit stuff in to run my business but i'm just overly busy like i've got to do my day job, and, and do my other stuff, like with my partner, my family, and then I've got to practice magic, then run my magic business, and then I've got to walk my dog, etc. Um, and then I've also got to do some revision for this like uh, exam that I've got coming up. I, I, I know how to fit stuff in. All I've got to do to fit stuff in is just take stuff out. So I, I don't need this. What would you say to someone like that?
0: I'd say that that's technically not the case. It's not a case of, removing some stuff and fitting other stuff in it's a full system and 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 that's the way I like to see this Uh, it's it's a full system we even call it the trinity system because of these three dimensions when you start living a life through the trinity system and it it sounds like it's going to be very intense trust me it's not this stuff actually saves you time frees up your time and you can use this in your well anyway your entire life your business your your work your day job your personal life like all of this stuff is designed specifically with one crux in mind one thing in mind make your life easier that's it that's the point so all of this at any point if you if you here's a a little hack or an approach that we're sharing and you just think oh i can't do that know that there's a reason that you feel like that and it's probably because you just don't want to do it. it's a mindset shift that we need to do at the end of the day that make sense
1: absolutely so where do we start
0: awesome so the three elements of the trinity system uh, are quite simple we start with what we call task management and this is management of over actually what it is that you're doing the tasks that you're doing on the day-to-day or any given time if you're not managing your tasks effectively you're just getting a to-do list that is growing longer and longer and longer that you will never ever complete so we need to really be good at managing our tasks effectively The second element is time management. We hinted at this earlier, but if you can't manage your time effectively, you're going to be all over the place. You're going to be late for meetings. You're going to miss meetings. You're going to be, it's just going to be absolute chaos, as I'm probably sure that you're already aware. So if we can manage our time effectively and our tasks, we are set for a really good uh, life, to be honest. But there's that third element. The third element, which we like to call, rather unfancy, you management. You management, which is basically how do you manage yourself? How do you make sure that you are operating at your A game every single day consistently, whether you're working or you're even taking a holiday or you're just not doing any businessy stuff? You need to make sure that you are showing up effectively and also managing your time and managing your tasks. Sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's really simple.
1: So I guess really if like one of these slips, task management, time management or you management, if if anything slips or it's out of place or you're just not doing uh, the things in there to be productive and organized, etc. I guess it's going to cause a lot of unnecessary knock on stress, which is then going to affect everything, your routines, your business life, your personal life, your work life uh, and, and everything all around that then.
0: Versus it. Without any one of these individual pillars, you're going to just skyrocket yourself to burnout. It's literally you're just hopping straight in the fast lane to burnout at that point because like, look, you don't, ma- you don't manage your tasks effectively. What you're doing, you're just overwhelmed by all of the stuff or you spend all your time doing little menial bits of admin that really aren't moving the needle for you. Well, that's a quick way to get burnout if that happens over any length of time. If your schedule is all over the place, you don't know where you're meant to be at any given moment. You've, you've not got enough time in the day because you're not managing your time effectively well that happens for any period of time you're going to hit burnout you're not looking after yourself for any period of time and you're not showing up properly and effectively in any period of time well that's even if anything that's the quickest route to burnout so it's so important that we manage all three of these together in in a way that actually works for you and your lifestyle and and the good news is that Basically, we've, we've built a bunch of these hacks and we've actually built them not just as individual hacks. So you're not going to spend your entire like 23 out of your 24 hours a day hacking your productivity. So you get one hour of productivity. That's pointless. But what, what we have created is some systems and some protocols that you can follow that combines the best of everything so that it's like the, like the 80 20 of productivity that like you're going to be doing 20% productivity work and you'll get an 80% outcome from this stuff. It's genuinely, uh, it, it's it, it's potent and it all works like compound uh, by the compound effect so like it, it just builds builds so anyway we're, we're waffling a lot now in terms of why this is all important and i hope at this point it's painfully clear why we need to manage this so ashley let's jump straight into task management we know that that's not just oh what's on my to-do list shall i do that go on then how do we navigate the world of task management where do we start
1: Well, you have hit the nail on the head there. Most people go, oh, it's on my to-do list. I better do something. I better work my way through it. I better go through the list and do absolutely everything and cram it into my day. And that is the reason why most people think that they can't fit enough in. We need to be looking at something called highest leverage tasks. What's the most important thing is you don't just want to work through your to-do list. You don't want to cram everything into the day. Like, what is... The, the, the highest leveraged task, the most important thing, what is the thing you should be taking action on and doing now? Because chances are, if you've got, like, on your list, uh, walk a dog, um, I don't know, uh, go to the park. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some post examples. Post something on social media. Yeah, post something on social media, read the magic book, uh, learn a new Charlier cut. Um, rehearse
0: my double lift for 15 rehearse hours. Rehearse my double
1: lift, yeah, or, um, or book that stage show you don't want to work through and then like the last on the list is book that stage show, like surely that is the most important thing, so we need to be working on that first. And I think this is like a, again it is a mindset thing, it's something you've got to think at, you've got to really identify, what do I need to be working on now? I can't just work on everything, I can't use my thought process working on everything, I need to be strategic with what I'm working on, assess everything and go, this is the thing that I need to work on now. Make sense?
0: Well, it's something that we talk about in um, our Vision Stack model. It's a a five-step model. We won't go into it now, but it's a five-step model that helps you build a a thriving and a hustle-free entertainment career. And it all starts from building actually where do you want to be in your, your own life. But the point is, is that After that, you then start looking into where your business is and what your actual strategy is, what you actually want from your entertainment business. And you end up by only focusing on these high leverage tasks. Yes, there's menial admin and stuff that actually has to happen on the day to day. But it is that mindset, as you said, actually of actually prioritizing. This is the most important thing. I need to do this first. This is the most important project. I need to get this done before I start faffing around with all the other stuff that doesn't make a difference.
1: We see it all the time, like from from entertainers. Oh, I want to be a cruise ship magician. Oh, cool. Is practicing your double lift for five hours a day really going to help you do that? Or (laughs) is doing one of the other things going to help more?
0: Well, this is something that, um, actually real situation. Uh, this was, uh, back last year. Um, I, I had a chat, hopped on a call where, uh, with a, a, an entertainer named Jack. Jack, if you're listening, you rock because this just summarizes our philosophy beautifully. That one coaching conversation, but we hopped on a call with him and then he wanted to, um, he basically said, like, where does he want to go? He wants to go ahead and do cruise ships. And I kid you not. I said, like, what's the path to get there? Just wanted to know what his approach was what he thinks he'd need to do if he thought he needed to do anything in particular and <laughs> he I kid you not he grabbed an a3 board like an a3 notebook board or something and just showed me what was just a full page of different types of gigs that he said that he was going to have to go and do in order to get to cruise ships and have a headline acted on a cruise ship this was an a3 board filled with all sorts of different events, from weddings, to garden parties, to after-dinner shows, to award ceremonies, like product launches, like all of that stuff, so he could get to the cruise ships. And the truth is, we sat in that, uh, to be honest, it was only about five minutes until the penny dropped. We looked at his highest leverage tasks of, right, how much stage experience have you got? Not much right now. So is that your highest leverage task? Get as much stage experience as possible. Yes. Great. Cross out all of the close-up events. And we was able to whittle it down and he was able to have a two to three step plan just by going through the highest leverage tasks process, actually thinking about what are the most direct and immediate steps to get from one place to the next place to the next place without actually fear of going the long way around. You just go straight to the, as uh, I was gonna say, straight to the mustard, but that's not a phrase, is it?
1: Straight to the mustard. You know, it's, uh, it's really just taking advantage and doing what's most important first. Kind of reminds me of the book, Eat the Frog
0: eat that frog and for anybody who's not familiar with eat that frog that concept it's not actually go and eat frogs uh, unless you're french in which case <laughs> nom away um if you want but eat that frog is like a metaphor for do the do the hardest thing first like if you've if you know that you've got to eat the frog well you get it over and done with first you just get it over and done with job done um, and then there's that saying like if there's two frogs and you've still got to eat both of them which do you pick first you just eat the ugliest one And it's the same where, like, you've got two really important projects or multiple really important projects, just pick the one that you really don't want to get done. Like, the one that you've got most resistance to. Jump in there first.
1: There you go. So, easy answer to everything we've said to really drum this in. If you've got a lot on your plate assess it, look at it, what's the most important thing, which is going to give you the most results, what is your highest leverage task, take action on that, and stop working on all of the other fluff around it. And that kind of leads us on to our second point. Um, I know a friend over at 2X, Austin Nestle, who scales businesses from doing six figures to seven figures and beyond a year, like big, big money. Uh, he's an avid fan of uh, XDS. Um, he's got some documents on that, and I know a few others from other performance training companies that you mentioned are big fans of this xds process as well can you fill us in on what this is aiden
0: yeah so the xds like we know that um it's, it's easy for us to say only focus on the most important thing don't do the other menial stuff but you kind of still need to do the menial stuff. You still need to take your suit to the dry cleaners after a gig. You still like if you've especially if you've spilt something on it. Like you still need to go and do like the the tiny little. And I'm saying that because I've just remembered that I need to do that. Um,
1: you still <laughs> got to eat, for example. You might think, oh yeah, but but calling thirty clients is better. If you don't eat, you'll die. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. We'll come on to that kind of approach. You need bit, crumpets. <laughs> yeah, you know, all all about the crumpets. Uh, as a side note, I've been trying to put a, a little bit of coconut oil on some crumpets, and actually. After you get over the first one, that's just, this is weird as heck. It's actually quite nice.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, see, I have gluten-free crumpets, mate, so entirely different world. So uh, I'll ignore cardboard. all of that advice.
0: Yeah, it's cardboard, isn't it? Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we know that you've still got to do menial tasks, whether that's taking your suit to the dry cleaners, posting on social media, or eating a cardboard crumpet. you still got to be able to manage those, and this is what the XDS process does. Really quickly, you look at your project, or you look at the task, and you think... Does it actually have to be done? If not, delete it. Just cross it off the to do list. You do not need to do it. Full permission done. If it has to be done, the second question to ask is, are you the person to do it? Are you the person to do it? If you don't have to be the person that does this, can you delegate it? Can somebody else take it on for you? Can you give it to the robots, for example, to to, through automation to do it automatically so you don't have to be the one doing that specific tiny task and if you do have to somehow be the one doing that tiny task that's when we build a system whether that's a checklist a step-by-step process something that you can follow to make it easier for you to do and especially if it's a recurring task it means you now don't have to think about the task you can go into robot mode and just get it all done quickly but that's the xds do you absolutely 100% have to do this yes or no do you then have to be the person that does this? Yes or no? What's the system that you need to put in place just to be able to get it done?
1: Exactly. To give some really tangible examples in that, do you really have to do two hours of a Charlier cup per day? Probably not, so it's going to be a delete. Do you have to design your logo? Well, in my case, it was taking a hell of a lot of time, so I outsourced it to Phil Smith to do. He designed it for me. Brilliant, I got that back. It doesn't mean bringing on a team member delegate and building up a team. By all means, this is what we do with TSM. It can't just be hopping on Fiverr or hopping to someone who does this. Hey, can you help me? I know you're a pro at that. You're going to do just it ask, way better than I can.
0: Just asking a friend for a favour, to be yeah. honest. Like, it uh, it could be as simple that. as that.
1: Exactly. So. And then finally, the systematising it. I had it the other day, I was really unmotivated, I wasn't having a great day, but because there was a system in place to do a task, I was able to follow a tick sheet, and I was able to get the job done, even though I had no willpower in me to do it. It made my life so much easier, so I got the job done, I got it done quicker, and I'd done it on and off day. Easy peasy.
0: Now, the, the last element we want to touch on in terms of task management is actually planning your day. It's actually a really basic um concept and it's just you plan your day the night before so that when you wake up the following day or on the day, you know what you're going to do. You're not going to wake up and think, oh God, what do I need to do today? You wake up and think, what do I do first? You see your note, you know exactly what you've planned out, everything that you need to get done and you just start cranking through that specific, I don't want to call it a to-do list because it's not, but you crank out your to-do list for the day and that's it. You're not doing all of the extra stuff that's on your to do list. You're just doing the focused stuff that you've planned out the day before on the thing. And I know that, like yourself in particular, Ashley, have had a massive transformation with this.
1: Well, it's not a to do list, it's a daily action plan of things that you follow. Because that's it. There you go. Daily action plan. Trademark that, Aiden Trademark it straight away. Uh, Here's the thing. There's only so many thoughts you can have per day before it starts chipping away at your willpower. And if you have to get up in the morning when you're all groggy and tired and think, oh, what do I have to do today? Oh, what do I need to focus on? Where am I? It's just starting to chip away at your willpower before you've even started the day. If you want to make this easier for yourself, the day ahead, just literally plan it out. Like the day before, what am I going to do tomorrow? What is my highest leverage task? What's most important to me? Let's cut out the crap so I'm not focusing on that. What do I generally need to do? Map it out. Make your life easier. If you've got systems, you can go 100% even further. Brilliant. I know today I need to email these five clients. What do I need to exactly send? Write out the system so that tomorrow you can follow it straight as. If you want to go even further and you want to make your life super easy, you can even go down to the micro, which is just... Planning your clothes for the next day, folding it, leaving it on the chair. As soon as you get up, bang! You're ready to go. You're ready to start the day running. You don't have to put in all of these crazy thoughts and start chipping away at that willpower. Without that willpower, you start enthusiastic, motivated, ready to crush the day instantly.
0: You see, I think this is the penny drop moment for a lot of people where they're saying, "Oh my gosh, yes, this all sounds really great, really important, really complicated." But in this, like half an hour planning your day in advance for the following day like that saves you time you're no longer it saves you time energy resources it wins you back time energy and resources more importantly Um, and again that's just a couple of pointers on there like you start doing this stuff together your ability to manage your tasks effectively will be insane absolutely insane so uh, let's jump to the next section which is actually time management now we've all been to those time management seminars and this, that and the other that are just interesting or maybe not even interesting, but they're interesting and they um, they just don't seem to apply to us entertainers. They just don't seem to work. Like Yeah, you get that you have to manage your time, but it doesn't really seem to make sense. And the truth is 90% of time management techniques out there don't really work. They really don't. They really don't. Instead, the only time management set of techniques that works is one that you actually do. So here are our favourite. And, and before we get actually into the favourite, actually, there's one thing that would change the game for time management. What's that one thing?
1: Tracking it, because what gets measured gets managed. <laughs> Literally as easy as that. Every single day when we're working on something, we, we're a big fans of using uh, uh, a Chrome extension called Toggle. And we literally, I've got it on my phone, I've got it on my computer. As soon as I start working on a task, bing, I click. It just gives me an idea how long I'm working for so that at the end of the week, as we are getting to in other things in the next section of this podcast, we can then assess what I've been working on today. How long have I been working? How long did these tasks take? What do I need to do to make it easier? It just gives me a good idea of how I'm spending my time, where it's going. And there's also another great tool to check uh, your actual time, Not on tasks, if you go onto your phone, you can see where a lot of your time is also being spent on maybe like apps, your Netflix, your Facebook, etc., 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 just to bring that awareness to the front of your mind.
0: Yeah, tracking it's a game changer as soon as you realize where your time is going you, it, it's, for 90 percent of people it's a shocker and that is enough to say oh my gosh i need to get started with this i know it, it was for me
1: do it after the episode go on your phone and, ch- and check and check how your time on each app genuinely it will blow your mind you'll be like i i didn't realize i was on facebook that much
0: i've listened to 40 hours of the tsm podcast this week <laughs> you are a super fan um in which case keep doing that because uh you're learning <laughs> yeah. that's the justification um, anyway so now we're tracking our time and we're doing all of this stuff whether uh, and again the other, the other approach if you don't really want to use digital devices to track your time you can literally grab a notepad and pen and just have that on your desk and you just as you do a task you just record how long it took you to do that task just throughout the day so that at the end of the day you've got a list of this is how long it took me to do these things um, but the other thing is again you know We spoke about um, actually having that planning your day in advance routine and building that. Well, this is another great tool and it's called time blocking. You can find out a lot more about it in the book, The One Thing. But it's basically not only are you going to plan what you do tomorrow, but you also block out the amount of time you need in order to get the thing done. You actually block out. If you, you know that you need to follow up on five client emails, you can block out however long you want an hour half an hour two hours however however long it takes for you depending on what's going on you block that out actually either in your virtual calendar or again on paper actually write it down I'm personally I'm having loads of great success by having a physical journal with this right now but actually block out that time so that again when tomorrow rolls around you're not oh what am I doing oh my gosh and then you get to mid-afternoon and you've still got five things on your list and you've only got two hours left to get it done. Instead you've blocked out your time and you can just crack on.
1: Can I tell you a 30 second example of something I've actioned literally today, Aidan? Go ahead. Well for me, I, I've always I, I do a lot of performing at residencies and venues, and I get a lot of leads from that and the one thing I've struggled a lot on is although I get a lot of leads it's hard to follow up with each and every one of them because I do a lot of work as well heck we run TSM heck I have other things outside of TSM I do a lot so one of the things that I've actioned is blocking in my calendar the follow up time the day after a residency the day after a gig I've got an hour in there so that I can go ahead and message everyone that's followed me on social media Go and phone everyone that said, I'd love to book you for my company's do. I'd love to book you for my wedding. I've now got that time there, so I'm not going to be like a week, two weeks down the line Say, hey, so I didn't get back, I was busy. Bang, the next day it's done immediately. I don't need to stress about when I'm going to follow up. I don't need to worry when I'm going to follow up. It happens because I've just allocated it and I've just put it in my calendar. Huge fan of Google Calendar.
0: Exactly, that. and that's an example of the XDS process and the highest leverage tasks in action. You know, it's it is a high leverage task, but actually, um, like you've turned the system, turned it into a system. Like every every time you do one of these kind of events, you have the system built to block out an hour the following day to do all the follow up and do all of the uh, the extra stuff that you need to get done. It's a really great example of, and again, another great example of using a bunch of these hacks all in one go. Such a game changer. But um, I think when it comes down to ta- uh, time management, I think we, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot if we didn't address the big P. Uh, that's procrastination.
1: No, it's not <laughs> urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's procrastination. It's the it. It's the yeah. I, <laughs> I was trying to think of a procrastination joke, but you know, I will think of it later. Um, that was also very bad. I'm sorry. That was that's two bad jokes in one go. Anyway,
1: see, he's not the funny one. He does the shows, but the jokes. Ah, not
0: great. <laughs> i wouldn't even i wouldn't even go ah uh, i just no just they're not even jokes Um uh, but here's the thing procrastination we all face it at the best of times uh and it's like this urge that we just uh, massive resistance to just not do the thing and there's a couple of techniques that are really really great to to help this i mean for me personally If I'm facing like I really don't want to sit and do a task and for whatever reason, um, I know I've got to go and send some emails or I know I've got to go and do this admin or I know I've got to go and X, Y, Z and I just really don't want to do it. I give myself the 10 what's called like the 10 minute rule. You'll hear variations of it around on the Internet, but it's the 10 minute rule and it's the idea that, okay, if you really feel like there's resistance here, you're just going to sit and do the thing for 10 minutes. Focus on this thing for 10 minutes. If after 10 minutes you still feel the same way, you still feel like there's a lot of resistance, then you have 100% permission from yourself to stop doing the thing and just reschedule it for another time. Because there's no point in ploughing your mind through something that you just really don't want to do. So that 10 minute rule is an absolute game changer. Like I've heard some people call it the 2 minute rule. I prefer the 10 minute rule because you've just got more chance of getting it done um actually continuing on and this is that that's the trick behind it. It's not give yourself 10 minutes of work and then skive off of it. It's give yourself 10 minutes of work and then suddenly you just kickstart your brain into doing the thing and you get the thing done. Um, absolute game changer.
1: It absolutely is. And there's one more, uh the Pomodoro effect and I think this is a really valuable one. Like it's um well, the time that you actually allocate for your tasks aiden can you fill us in on the psychology of that because you are the, you're not the joke man but you are the psychology man
0: <laughs> i know a bit about the brain just not how to use it properly um, so the, the the pomodoro method is like this idea of um you can give yourself 25 minutes or 20 i think it's 20 25 minutes depends on the app or the the approach you want to take but you give yourself say 25 minutes of focused work and then you take a 5 minute break And then you give yourself 25 minutes of focus work. And then you give yourself a five minute break and you do that. And after a a complete 90 minute cycle, you give yourself a longer break, like maybe 15, 20 minutes, maybe even half an hour. And what you do there is you give yourself and you play to the way your brain uh, like, can actually focus so that, yes, you get, um, like there's a reason TED Talks are only about 18 minutes long. And that's because that's how long your brain can focus for in any given period of time. So you go ahead and you, do your work for, for that 20, 25 minutes. You take a break. You get up. You move around a little bit. You change the state of your, of your psychology. You actually move, get into a different room, go and see some sunlight, grab a drink of water. In that five minute period, you can then sit back down, refreshed, and again, go back for another stint of 20, 25 minutes, focused work to then take another break. And as you do this after our 90 minute cycles, I don't want to go too in depth into it, but after 90 minute cycles, you take a bit of a longer break to fully recharge. What you're doing is rather than just sitting and focusing and letting your brain power just and your willpower just dwindle as you go through a task, what you're doing is you're doing maximum output, refreshing a little bit, and then maximum output which is not quite maximum output but it's it's still a lot higher than it would be if you just plowed on for three hours straight it's a really great idea to just keep yourself moving keep yourself going um especially pair that with the 10 minute rule it, it can be a it can be really useful i don't really use that as much nowadays um but it was particularly helpful when i've used it in the past so Absolutely. you could get apps and stuff for it, so Pomodoro timers and all that kind of stuff, um, and it's it's spelt like pomegranate, um, but
1: but not <laughs> at the same. But time. not. I, I <laughs> realised afterwards. Joke from Aiden,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was looking at the timer, uh, the, not the timer. I was looking at the word, and uh, yeah, there's no resemblance apart from the pom, but. Anyway. anyway, anyway,
1: moving on. You management, because you as the individual is so important to manage yourself. If you don't manage yourself and you do all of this other stuff, you're just going to fall apart. You're going to be lost, and the same again. If you're losing one of these like kind of sides of the triangle in this in the in this real triad here, like. <sighs> you're just going to get stressed out. you're going to fall apart things are going to get lost you're not going to enjoy your work and you are going to hit burnout and it's not going to be great and one of the most valuable things i think we do um at tsm in our entertainment businesses is having something called the mission x protocol and what this is is a weekly time where we sit down we have a meeting whether it be on our entertainment biz just a meeting with ourselves to assess where we are. Or at TSM, we have a meeting myself, Aiden, uh, and D-Raj. We all come together. It's exactly the same. We assess where are we. We look at kind of our stats, where the business is going. Are we on track? What tasks have been done today? It's a great time to assess our time tracking and look into what time has been sent. It's a great time to do an XDS. What do we need to delete or delegate to someone else or systematise? And we bring all of this stuff in which we've been talking today into a day to just make sure that we are in track we're going in the right direction nothing's been lost that we can just monitor ourselves and correct if need be
0: yes this is this is a game changer in fact we did a full podcast episode breaking down the mission x protocol um i think episode 88 89 either way just scroll around in your podcast player and you'll find it around that sort of number but yeah the mission x protocol is a game changer and again if it brings together all of the important stuff. And I don't want you to think that we do this as a team because uh, we micromanage each other or anything like that, our time and what we're doing and all that stuff. We don't do it for the, like, that reason. We do it so that we can all be absolute A players in each of our businesses, so that we're doing and showing up the best that we possibly can, making our lives easier. That's the point. We're not doing all of this stuff because it's just a way to get stuff done. You're not being productive just for the sake of being productive, you are being productive because it's going to help your life get easier. And when you start taking out and tackling productivity and thinking productivity from that angle, absolute game changer. It's genuinely transformative.
1: Exactly. It's no longer at the beginning of the episode, oh, you know, I've got a lot of stuff on. If I do want to fit something in, I'll have to take something else. It's your mindset is now, oh, I've got a lot of stuff on. Hmm. That gives me an idea. What do I need to do to make it easier to free up some time?
0: Literally. And and the truth is, aside from just the way you tackle the tasks that you're doing on any given day, there's only two things that we're suggesting here. And that's you do your weekly Mission X protocol to plan out your week and review your past week and look at the bigger business, actually work on your business, not in your business and then you do your, your power downs in the evenings like or at the end of your work day where you review everything that happened is there anything that you uh, didn't get round to doing but still need to get round to doing it can you reschedule plan your next day in advance like your mission x protocol can take an hour 2 hours 3 hours uh, once a week i said say absolute worst case 3 hours a week and you get so much time back because you know what you're doing every day throughout the week your power downs that could take anywhere between five minutes and like 25 minutes really so you do that every single day and you've never got to stress about all this other stuff that's all we're asking you to do if you want to become uh, like a really good and, and highly productive entertainer like that's not hard that isn't destructive that isn't you're going to have to become one of those productivity gurus and hack every element of your left eyeball in order to actually see your screen for 45 hours a day like something like that I'm sure that was a marketing thing somewhere but uh, you get the point it's really simple to do this stuff but there's one component that we haven't spoken about yet Um, and it's kind of hinted because this is all directly correlated backwards and forwards but you know, at, at TSM, we're here on a mission to improve the quality of life for all entertainers across the globe by 2040. And we're doing that by tackling four major areas, your business, your mindset, your performance and your health. And that's the most important part of you management, your health. Ashley, could you jump on health and maybe what's the, like, the one thing that people can start doing to improve their health?
1: Health is the most important thing that you can be looking at right now. If you wanna feel better, you wanna do better, you wanna perform better, you wanna be more creative, you wanna just be less stressed, you wanna have more energy throughout the days, you wanna have more energy in your shows, you wanna show up better, blah, 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 blah. Look after your health. One of the highest leverage tasks here on health is probably sleep. You know, if we're staying up late working on late night tasks and thinking, you know what, I'm I'm being productive and hustling, you you're not being productive. No, 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 no. I'm just just shaking my finger here to emphasise a point for He's those who are on the full podcast. Do that.
0: Imagine the sassiest person that mm, you know, and just stick Ashley's head on top of that. Pure sass. That's, that's so and much sass.
1: That's it. You, you you're not being productive. You're actually being deproductive. I was going to say reproductive, but that's something else. You're being <laughs> deproductive um, because you are crippling, crippling your body's time to repair itself, to rest. If you want to damage the next day, the next day after that, the next day after that, ruin your sleep, work late at night. But if you actually want to have the energy, if you want to show up and do your task, better, Aiden's still cracking up. But if you want to do your tasks better, then get a good night's sleep. Just eight hours, seven and a half of the sleep cycle, you add a little bit extra to go to sleep. But but that's all you need to do. If you're up late, if you're jeopardizing your sleep late at night on a computer or your phone, you're just hindering your performance. You're going to be less motivated. You're going to have less energy throughout the next few days. And you're going to be less willing to actually do the tasks that you've got to do.
0: And if you really want to go back to, uh, I think it was one of our earliest, just the tip episodes, as soon as we started launching those midweek episodes, we even jumped on and shared, um, I think it was three, maybe even five uh, hacks to help you start improving your sleep. So if you do want to go ahead and start improving your sleep, um, go ahead, find that episode. Um, in fact, we'll even ask D-Rush to link it below. <laughs> if you can link it below D-Rush, that'd be great. Um, and then you'll be able to give it a listen. Um, again, really important stuff. But to recap, I mean, I think we've this this has been dense there's been a lot of stuff that we've spoken about here and this isn't stuff that comes naturally to some people but it it's all like a muscle in that you can train all of this stuff up by using it like the one way that you build muscle and and the only way that muscles grow is you you exercise them and the muscle fibers you rip them to shreds that's how muscle growth works because as it repairs it gets bigger and the point we're saying here is like, if you really want to take your life in your entertainment business to the next level, get prepared to rip some of your existing uh, patterns and behaviors to shreds in the way, uh, like to allow and pave the way for newer, better habits, including the more productive version of yourself. But again, go ahead after this episode, start implementing those uh, three elements of the Trinity system Task management, get really clear on your high leverage tasks and eliminating the stuff that you don't need to do. Planning your day in advance. Uh, Time management, that second point, actually start tracking your time, blocking out your time. Use things like the Pomodoro technique, the the 10 minute rule if you have to, um, just to get you actually monitoring and doing the stuff that you need to do. And then finally, you management. Take care of yourself. Simple as that. Take care of yourself optimize yourself because that is the most important pillar and yeah that i mean that's a lot of stuff We've, we've, we've very much brain dumped right there on productivity but
1: it is a lot of stuff but genuinely if you lean in and you put in just a little bit of thought just a little bit of thought and you just lean in because you want to make your life easier by golly it will be a game changer for everything and with that I'm wishing you guys the best of luck, and if you do want help with any of this stuff, you know you can always reach out and message us anytime. We'll be glad to help there. Um, but best of luck, and uh, go make your lives easier. So with that said, uh, what we'd love to know is uh, what did you find
0: most valuable from this episode? Uh, Whilst whilst you're there and before you listen to your next episode, just whack a quick screenshot and share it on the social medias. Uh, Go ahead, tag us at The Successful Mentalist and tell us what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. Honestly, we would love to know. And if we hear that a bunch of you got a massive takeaway in one specific area, we can help you with that even more. We can start working out what you guys want and sharing it more valuably so again go ahead whack out your podcast players give a quick screenshot share it on the social medias tag us at the successful mentalist and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode with that said we'll see you very soon for another episode of the tsm podcast bye bye. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, Momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.